Hey everyone, and welcome to Mountain Made with Jess. This is your host, Jess Kissling, and thank you so much for joining us on our third episode. You guys, it's wild to me that we are three weeks into this. It seems like just yesterday I was buying podcast equipment and researching how to start a podcast and <laughs> then just releasing the first episode. It's been a wild ride. You guys, I'm not going to lie. It's been really cool at times. It's been really hard at times, but super rewarding in ways that I didn't even realize it would be. So thank you so much for your support. First and foremost, thank you for listening. I hope you get something out of it. I have received incredible messages from people and it's brought me to tears because I realized that we're not alone. I'm not alone. You're not alone. And something is resonating Even if it's just with one person, hopefully it's more, but even if it's just that one person that it hits that day and it made a difference in their life, that makes my whole, my whole week, my whole month, like it just, that's the whole reason for doing this. So thank you guys so much for your support. Thanks for sharing it with other people and thanks for taking time out of your day to listen. And I hope that it's beneficial to you. Um, Coming out of Thanksgiving weekend, I want to let you guys know that I'm so thankful for you. Whether I know you, whether I don't, you matter in this world and I'm thankful for you. So our topic today, (laughs) Um, it wasn't supposed to be this topic. I had one all picked out and prepped. And then at the last minute, this one just kept creeping in and I knew that's what we needed to talk about. So today our topic is getting uncomfortable, doing things that push us, doing things that are hard for us, that make us get that butterfly feeling in our stomach and make us nervous and excited and not want to do it, but also know we need to do it. (laughs) That is what our topic is today, is getting uncomfortable, doing the things that scare us, that intimidate us, but that will make us a better person when we come out of it. And I'm not saying you have to excel at whatever it is, but doing it and trying and going for it anyway You're going to learn so much about yourself, about what to change next time, and so many other things along the journey of it that it makes it, it makes it exactly what you need. There's a few examples that I want to share of key moments of things that were just difficult that I think hopefully you'll get what I'm talking about. (laughs) So the first thing that really pops into my mind is when I spoke at an event, I was not prepared to speak. I didn't want to speak. I didn't volunteer to speak, but I had the opportunity to speak at Lion's Den Live, which is an event that Sean Whalen, his coaching group, Lion's Den has every year. And it's a live event. There was like 500 people. And he put out in the group that if we wanted to speak to share a quick video about what we wanted to speak about and send it to him. I did not do that. (laughs) I was not interested in speaking. It terrified me. A few weeks before the event, I get a group message with some incredible people from the den. And it's from Sean. He says, hey, these are the people you're speaking with. This is the amount of time you have. And we'll see you then. And I immediately just thought he has the wrong Jess. He has the wrong person. He hit the wrong name or he hit my name by accident. And I wanted him to know that like, if there's somebody else he needed to contact that you know, I'm not the one that he meant to have in this group message. So of course I sent a message to to the group saying that it's a great lineup, but like, I don't think I'm supposed to be in here. So I didn't think much more of it. And then later that afternoon, I was 
sitting on the floor in her front room with my husband and I got a message from Sean and he said, Hey, are you coming to LDL? And I was like, well, I'd planned on maybe going to one day because we had family in town that Saturday. And I said, you know, I could probably make Friday, but like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do both days. He said, well, you're on my list to speak. Like, I, I think you have something to share. And I immediately was like, oh my gosh, like, first off, why me? Like, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just Jess. Like, I'm just me. I'm this quirky, kind of shy, withdrawn girl that doesn't have her crap together. And I think we all feel like that, but I just didn't think there was anything I had to share that would benefit anyone. But the first thing that came to mind was it terrifies me. Like, it terrifies me. So I have to do it. And that's exactly what I said when Cole asked me, he goes, well, what are you going to do? I said, well, it it scares me. It terrifies me. Like, I think I have to. So I messaged him back and I said, yeah, I'll I'll be there. (laughs) So I went, this was on a Wednesday and I had to speak that Friday. So like two days away. And it was a really big whirlwind of days because I was nervous. I was, I mean, I would end up in tears because I was so terrified of standing up in front of these 500 people and not knowing what to say, not knowing what would impact them or what would benefit them. And so I, I prayed and I realized uh, I'm going to come up with, you know, a few bullet point topics and I'm just going to let the rest come and whatever comes out is what was meant to be said. That's exactly what I did. But when I got to the event, there was other people that I knew that were speaking and it was wild to see how nervous they were. And I didn't really anticipate other people being nervous, but they were like just as nervous as I was. So once I got on that stage though, and started talking, I, I honestly, I think I choked up and cried for a few, just a few seconds at the first like couple, couple minutes because I was so grateful for the experience. It terrified me, but it was something that after I'd walked onto that stage, I knew like I did it. Like I went out on that stage and stood in front of those people and spoke. I did this five minute talk on doing scary shit. (laughs) Basically that was what I talked about. And I could have kept going when my time was up. Like I, I just kept, I could have kept going. I didn't, but I could have kept talking and it was a big eye opener because I realized the hardest part is not the actual act. Sometimes the hardest part is before whatever it is happens. It's all the what ifs and the self doubt and the insecurities and all those voices in your head want to make you almost not do it. it. It's almost forcing you to give yourself all the excuses of why not to and I think that if we can change that nervous energy into excitement, it changes the whole game. And if I could have done that, I think it would have changed everything. So now when I go into things that I am scared of or intimidated by or seem super challenging or overwhelming, I try to change that nervous energy and that anxiety into excitement and into telling myself that it's a challenge and it's something I can learn from and overcome and work through and go for it head on. There's a really cool analogy that I heard a few days ago about buffalo. If you know me, you know I love buffalo. They're my absolute favorite animal. 
But what I learned about buffalo is if there's a storm approaching, their instinct is they turn and run into the storm, into the direction of the storm, instead of running away from it. And they do this because if they go into the storm, they've learned that they are only in the storm a short amount of time before it passes them. Instead of running away from it and having it chase them essentially and being in it longer. And I think it's an amazing analogy of us running towards our storm, us running into our storm. I have a really good friend, Justin, that has a company. It's called Backbone Swag. He has incredible apparel, but it's all incredibly motivational and He uses a lot of the end of the storm and I didn't really catch on to why until now, but his, a big part of his brand is Buffalo. And so I can't believe I didn't know that about Buffalo before now, because I absolutely love them. They're just really neat animals, but I think it's really applicable in our lives that we need to run into challenges. We need to run into the storm, learn what we can. Yeah, it might throw us to the ground. It might kick us while we're down. But as long as we can get up and weather that storm and get through it, we're going to come out so much stronger on the other side. So another moment in my life that's been super uncomfortable has been mountain biking. And it's something I used to do when I was a little younger. And I hadn't done it in a while. And I picked it up again a few years ago. And I love it. It's something that I really do love and it's outside and I love being outside. Everything that you can do to push yourself I think is great and this definitely pushes me. It makes me nervous. It does because there's a lot of things that can go wrong. You can get hurt, you can wreck, you can screw up the bike, you you know, break your arm. There's a lot of different things that, I mean, if you're running, It's not quite as likely, you know, but on a mountain bike, it's a little bit more intense and you're going faster and there's, there's more danger in it. And my mind likes to overthink. I'm not going to say it likes to, but it's been programmed to something I'm trying to change, but riding a mountain bike and being at the top of a hill and looking down at the bottom and looking at, you know, the the area you have to go down and thinking, well, this could happen or I could hit this or what if I hit that rock or what if there was a time that I stood at the top of this mountain. Well, not a mountain, a hill, but, and I was, I was there for a few minutes. It seemed like forever, but I was overanalyzing it to the point where I would get on my bike. I would go to go for it. And then I'd stop myself. I'd put my feet down. And I remember being so frustrated with myself because I couldn't just go. I couldn't just get on my bike and go. I kept stopping myself and I finally went for it and I got to the bottom and I stopped and I turned around and looked at it and it was so small. It was a few seconds of not even, it wasn't even scary, but I had made this huge, I guess, mountain out of this itty bitty little hill and I had overthought and worried and stressed about all these things that didn't even happen. And I think about how much that happens in our life, how much we overanalyze and overworry about crap that never even is going to happen. And even if it does, even if I had fallen, I would have been fine. I would have had a few bumps and bruises, I'm sure, but I would have been fine. And the same thing with life. We will be fine. We will learn. We will grow. We might get bumps and bruises but we will come out of the other side stronger for doing whatever it is we do that 
is terrifying to us. If we just go for it, it's always worth it. It, At least in my life, it's always been worth it. There's been very few things that, in fact, nothing that I can even think of because I've learned a lesson from everything and something has come from everything that's happened negatively that I went for. But I would say overwhelmingly, it's the opposite. Overwhelmingly, when I do things that are uncomfortable for me or scare me or hard for me, I come out of I come out of it so much stronger and I end up being so glad that I did it and so grateful that I did it because of how much of a positive it's been. And this podcast is one of those things that it terrified me. It was uncomfortable. It still is at times, but it's so worth it. I think that's why I love the outdoors so much is because there's so many aspects of what I do in the outdoors and what people around me do in the outdoors that pushes me. It pushes us like It's not easy to hike up to the top of a mountain. It's not easy to mountain bike in certain areas. Like you can go straight down a road, sure. But if you're up in the mountains and you're on the trail and you're going down mountains and hills and you're going fast and there's all these obstacles, it's not an easy sport. And I am by no means a professional (laughs) at biking, but I love it. And it's something that I enjoy, but it pushes me. Same with hiking. Hiking is one of my favorite things to do, but I have a long way to go in order to be able to hike bigger and harder mountains. But it's something that I am excited to do and I'm excited to take on those challenges and become stronger from it. Archery, same thing. I was intimidated by it. And when you miss a target or you hit way off from where you're aiming, There's that embarrassment. There's that disappointment. There's that frustration that comes along. It's not a comfortable sport because it's always changing. It matters what kind of mood you're in. Your mindset plays a huge part of archery. And if you're struggling to focus on just the important parts of archery, it doesn't go the way it needs to go. So for me, archery has been a huge help with focusing and directing all my thought and all my energy and all my time in that moment to the target, the site, my form, my breath, and making that arrow go where I want it to go. You're going to have times that you shoot crappy. You're going to have times that you shoot great. But doing it consistently helps keep that more consistent. But it's, it's almost like golf to where some days you have really good days and some days you don't have great days. But it's always something that I enjoy doing because it challenges me and it pushes me. And I'm never going to become the greatest bow hunter in the world. I'm never going to be the greatest archer in the world. However, <laughs> I want to keep doing it because it pushes me and I can get better each time I do it. I can put in the time, put in the, the time to learn it, the time to improve on little things and constantly be improving. There's no limit in that sport, and I love that about it. The other thing I wanted to talk about today is I want to give you a challenge. I want to challenge you, even if you're listening to this four years from now, (laughs) even if this is up and you're listening to it, no matter when, take time over the next week, plan something, and go do something that challenges you. Go do something that gets you uncomfortable. If you want to hike a mountain, go hike to the top of a mountain. If you want to run a mile, go run a mile. 
If you want to learn how to fish, go learn how to fish. If you want to learn how to shoot a bow, go learn to shoot a bow. If you need to have an uncomfortable conversation, have that uncomfortable conversation. Take your wife, take your husband on a sexy date that gets you uncomfortable. Do something that pushes you. Do something that puts you outside of your comfort zone. And if you do this and you want to share, I would love to hear about it. You can always message me on Instagram. It's at Jess Kissling, J-E-S-S-K-I-S-S-L-A-N-G. I would love to hear about your experience. I would love to hear about your moment at the top of that mountain after you just climbed it. I would love to hear about the date night that you went on that pulled you outside of your comfort zone a little bit, but you had fun. You surprised your wife or your husband or your girlfriend or boyfriend. And, you know, there's going to be something that pops into your mind. Go do that. And I want to hear about it if you would like to share. I love talking to people that are pushing themselves. And even though it's scary to take that leap, it's always so worth it. So I'm going to challenge you guys to do that. Do something that pushes you. Do something that makes you uncomfortable. Do it safely, though. I will say, if you're not a hiker, make sure you're protected. Take something with you, a gun, a knife, a taser, pepper spray. Be aware of your surroundings. Tell people where you're going or take someone with you and be safe about it. I don't want to put anyone in a negative situation because I'm challenging you to do something Be smart about it, but I think it can be a really powerful moment when you really push yourself to do something that makes you uncomfortable and makes you feel kind of um, vulnerable to failure or to pain or to something new. There's always something positive that comes from it. Learn from it. Write about it. That's something that I've been working on doing more is writing about my experiences after they happen this podcast being one of them. I want to document this because I am new at this and it's pushing me, but it's exciting at the same time. And I'm learning a lot and I'm growing in different ways that I never even considered. And I love that about it. I love the outdoors. If you know me at all, you know that about me. I challenge you to do this uncomfortable thing in the outdoors, if possible, because Nature doesn't really care if you're having a bad day or if you're not prepared. And so it has a tendency to push you harder than normal. So if you're on a hike and it's windy and cold, that's going to challenge you even more. If you're on a run and it starts raining, it's going to push you even more. It's going to be hard to finish that because you're going to want to turn around and get inside. So do something that pushes you. Do something that challenges you. And if you want to share, I would love to hear. If not, if you want to keep it private, it's completely fine. I understand that too. But I think hearing other people's experiences always kind of pushes us to want to improve and do better. For a long time, it did the opposite with me though. My ego wouldn't let me go for things because I felt bad for myself or told myself I couldn't do that. And, oh, they're doing that. That means, you know, that means I can't. And I don't understand that mindset now because anytime I see somebody doing something positive, whether it's something I would enjoy or not, I get this excitement for them. And I love that mindset shift that's happened because it's not fun to sit and be miserable watching everybody else live their lives. It's not fun to watch people and 
wish you were them or wish you had their life. Go out and live a life that you love and go out and live a life that you are excited for other people because ultimately what you put out, you'll get back. And if you're putting out negative, you're going to get negative. I've seen it way too much in my own life. The more I am happy for people and the more I'm excited for people, the better my life gets, the better my attitude is, the better my day is, and the better that I do in my life and doing things that I want to do and I want to accomplish. There's a lot of things that I've ended up doing out of challenging myself that have come to be things that I really love. And it wasn't really the goal to have that become a a hobby or something that I enjoyed. It's like ice baths. If you haven't taken an ice bath, highly recommend it. (laughs) I did that as a part of a challenge and now I'm getting ready to fill mine up again because it's cold in Utah and I'm so excited to be able to just break that ice and hop in every morning. If you haven't done an ice bath, maybe that's what you should do. Maybe that should be your challenge. If it seems like something you want to do and something that would challenge you, that excites you, that you think you could benefit from, there's so many health benefits to it too. It's absolutely incredible. So with that, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for taking time out of your day. I hope you've had a great one. Hope you have a great week and weekend and we'll catch you next week. Thanks. Yeah.